1: and things are about to get back on track for your Dallas Cowboys because Mick Shots is back on track on this Tuesday as I see that Mickey Spagnola Everson is back inside the SWBC Mortgage Studios at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. He's been out of there for a couple of weeks. And Everson, what have the Cowboys done the last couple of weeks?
2: They have been blown out embarrassingly.
1: <laughs> that's right. I think we figured out what the problem is, so we decided, That is Mickey, the common denominator right that's there. That's right. Mickey, get out of your home office. It's time to go back to work, and Mickey is back to work. And it's, Aren't you, Mickey?
3: And it's good to be here, by the way. It took me a little while to kind of reorient myself. Like, when I walked in the building, it was like, Oh, I need my badge. I haven't worn a badge for two weeks, right? <laughs> and, and mask, right? And then I had to figure out where it was. You know, so, uh, but all's good, and uh, we're ready to roll here in our SWBC Mortgage Studio.
1: That's right. It's taken a while for the Cowboys to reorient themselves as well here the last couple of weeks, but uh, maybe they can get it back on track against the first place Philadelphia Eagles, as first place is on the line for the Cowboys <laughs> by Sunday night. Mickey, that's where we left yesterday after after forty five minutes of ranting and raving, and we, the way we ended the show on Monday was. Hey, they're playing for
2: first place, so here we are. Yes, always.
3: <laughs> only a half game out. Hey, I like.
2: I, I, I don't know if you guys realize, but uh, Chris is armed to the teeth <laughs> with his mask on. <laughs> are you afraid because Spags is there? That's the only difference. See,
3: Spags is Spags is a, Spags is a, a carrier in case he had to walk it, uh, in has, here. You know.
1: <laughs> we should let our viewers and listeners know who cannot see Chris Beam that uh, Everson has a close close circuit feed video feed of the control room where he can see our producer Chris Beam with a mask on, and uh, I suspect it's probably a good idea once Mickey got back on the premises. To yeah, get that's on what that it is. Mask. That's right.
3: <laughs> Blame it on me.
1: All right, Mickey. Yes. Mickey, Jerry's making some noise this morning. There's some headlines from coast to coast. Jerry was on shut the radio up. this morning. And I think shut you up. guys let better adhere
3: to what he said when I'm talking, because I don't want to have to tell you to shut up and let me answer, okay? <laughs> I,
2: Somebody's fired up at,
3: over at the Star. I, I, Somebody's fired up. It's I about fell off my chair listening to that this morning. And then the way he, oh my and God. Then the way he finished it uh, was absolutely hilarious. Because, you know, Jerry, it's like he goes, he goes. if I was a little bit abrupt there, uh, meaning how he uh, kind of, when they kind of cut him off, and he was like, no, I hadn't finished answering my question, right? And uh, he, he said that at the end. He goes, so we, I hate to start the day like that. He goes, so we're going to have... We're going to have a good day. There'll be better days. And he goes, but oh, then there's that god. old adage. He goes, don't piss off an old man with a little bit of money. That's what I
2: said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. god! Hey, I'm, I'm glad Jerry's fired up. I really am. I mean, don't apologize. You know, sometimes we can't all have this decorum. In the midst of this, this, you know, depression that we're under right now, I'm sorry. If, he, if the man wants to go off and somebody cuts him off, and, you know, this is, this is up Jerry Jones, damn it. Don't just shut up till I finish. I don't care if I, I filibuster, shut the hell up till I'm finished. Sometimes you just gotta feel like that, man. Maybe, you know, change of attitude around there at the start.
1: You know, I think Jerry's probably just heard Mickey's reports on that radio station and uh, he's heard Mickey say the same thing, don't piss off an old man, but Mickey leaves out the money part.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Don't piss off an old man man with very little money. (laughs) A lot of (laughs) money. (laughs) (laughs) So other
1: than that, what do you make of what Jerry had to say on the radio this morning?
3: Well, um... You know, he he certainly backed up Mike McCarthy. Uh, let's go there first. Um, and, and then he, he kind of went through different things. You know, the, it's like people in our business, they have this book of questions. And, and, and one of the chapters is excuses for losing, right? Because it's never you're just not good enough. It's either there's not enough effort. There's no leadership. You know, those are those are the two prime excuses for for losing. Uh, it, it seems like, and, and those were the ones that he had to kind of filter through uh, this morning. Are you frustrated? Well, hell yes, he's frustrated. You know, there ain't nobody in this building here on the other side that's not frustrated with a two and five record uh, when you thought that you know, after going 8-8, eight and eight, it's like, okay, we're going to get over the hump because we're bringing in a new staff. Well, they forgot to tell them the new staff was coming in with a new pandemic, right? Uh, and, and and things that weren't going to be normal uh, this year. And so far for the Cowboys, they haven't been normal. But I like the fact that he pointed out, number one, you know, when they asked about the offense, he pointed out once again, that forty percent of their salary cap is on injured reserve right now and that includes almost the entire offensive line save Connor Williams. So it's really hard when you are sitting here and you are starting the backup to the backup to the Pro Bowl <laughs> offensive tackle and nothing against Brandon Knight. Uh, I thought his effort has always been good but but he he wasn't in the mix to maybe even make the team uh, let alone have to start as many games as he did. So Jerry pointed that out, and then he went to the root of the evil that we've been talking about and I've been harping on. But the defense has to play better. The run defense has to play better. You know, you guys, I I, I needed to remind myself. I remember the 307 they gave up. And then I went and looked and I wrote down in my from my memory 281 and then 208. And I go. Is that right? Do I need to double-check? That's how many rushing yards they've given up in three of the last four games? Well, it's absolutely right. And, and Jerry pointed out that that they have to fix the run defense. And, and I like the way he said it. He said, we got to correct this, and we'll change some personnel for sure. And that's one yep. of the things that that's has to I'm happen up front. We've been harping right. on that. Uh, no one will criticize Don Terry Poe, uh, but they, that, that can't continue. Three straight games and zeroed out on the stat sheet. Just can't continue when you're playing nearly half the snaps. Uh, so what do they do? I don't know what they do there. But at least we saw a little bit of a heartbeat from Everson Griffin this last game. So maybe he's your right defensive end. Maybe you move Alden Smith into the three technique now that you don't have Tristan Hill. Uh, and, and, and then you've got Randy Gregory coming on to help out at the other def- at the right defensive end spot. So maybe that's a change they make. I don't know. Uh, but they can't keep going the way they're going with that defensive tackle position and think things are going to change.
1: Yeah, the problem there is, Mickey, as you know, is that they've got to rotate guys in there, and they started off this game with a rotation. They had... Uh, to to start off against Washington, they had Don Terry Poe at the one technique and uh, Neville Gallimore at the three technique. Right, and then they in and, and their next rotation they would bring in a combination of uh, Justin Hamilton was coming in when they went into that five man front, and then they had Antoine Woods. So I think who I have always thought. Is, is active and, you know, you're, you're never going to lose anything with Antoine Woods in there as far as uh, how hard he plays. Uh, and so I, so I always like it when I see Antoine Woods in there for that reason. Um, but, but one of the issues is I can see like Alden Smith moving inside when, there, when it's a pass rush situation. That's great, you know, but Alden still reminds he still seems more like a 3-4 outside linebacker than a 4-3 in and that goes right to the fact that he doesn't like to get down in a three-point stance to begin with playing defensive end. He's in a two-point stance while Everson Griffin is more of a 4-3 defensive end. So I like where you're going there maybe with Everson Griffin and Demarcus Lawrence as your four three defensive ends with with Neville Gallimore and Antoine Woods inside. And then you rotate from there. Um, you know and in passing downs you move Alden Smith or Everson Griffin can, can rush from inside too. I mean there's combinations that they can come up with, but they're and, and I agree with you wholeheartedly on Poe. But there's also some issues that they have at the defensive end position as far as being able to – and linebacker as far, as far as stopping the run – and safety. <laughs> I mean, it's a team effort.
3: No, no, it you has know, when it comes It's not to this just team, one though. person. But, again, uh, I, I mean, we're seven games in. I don't, I don't want to hear anymore right. about gap control. How hard is that to sink in? That's my <laughs> gap. Right? (laughs) Now, uh, do you have the ability to gap control? You know, that's the other thing. Uh, You know, last year the criticism on this defense was they were so aggressive shooting up the field, they were shooting up the field and the running backs were going the other way, right past them. Well, now they're not shooting up the field, and you know what? The running backs are still going right past them.
2: I tell you what, uh, I saw – a good defense last night. Uh, I saw two good defenses last yes. night. And, I kept, and I kept trying to compare <clears throat> the same plays going against the same defense that we were running. Uh, you could see that the Rams were trying to stretch the Bears defense as much as they could. That basically, that's what the Rams do to everyone. That's what they did to us. And yes, they did get, they did start chipping off the bears a little bit, little by little, and eventually the bears got frustrated and they couldn't stop anybody. Well, the problem that you have with the cowboys is you look at the bears, you look at the cowboys. To me, the difference is just attitude. They were optimistic about every play. Uh, when you came up against a running back, if you' were a linebacker, you're a DB. Once you make contact, if you're a Bears defender, once you make contact with that player, he wasn't going another step further. They made some very good tackles. They were all sure tacklers, and they didn't try to do it by themselves. I'm pretty sure Mike Nolan's telling them every day, guys, we all have to go to the ball. We all have to go to the ball. Well, everyone's not going to the ball, as much as you say it. Get off your freaking block. Get to the ball. That's that's your job as a defense, is to have a gang mentality. The difference to me looks like between what's going on with this defense and what's going on with the defense back in the day, let's, let's just say Jimmy Johnson's 1990s team. I know it's going way back, but attitude is still attitude. And that's what Jimmy brought to this team. Do you recall the running back? that Jimmy Johnson cut right before Christmas. You remember that? <laughs> His oh, name yeah. Rashad, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Richards. remember that? Kervin
3: Richards. Yeah, yeah the Richards. I mean, the Bears.
2: It, it, I mean, I feel, I feel sorry for the kid at the time because he was just a, really a pawn in Jimmy Johnson's game. And that is to put fear and urgency into every player on that team. I remember talking to Nate Newton. And I believe it was Michael Irvin as well at that time. And all they could talk about, they, they were, they were kind of giggling about it. But it was a testament to, you don't want to mess with Jimmy Johnson. Okay, You don't want to be content right now. Playoffs are coming up. The Cowboys, if I'm not mistaken, were still in first place in the division. And Jimmy still felt that he had to make a statement. Now, I'm never much for statements because I think players should be accountable without being subjected to fear. But I have seen it work. And if I'm not, if, I, if I, was with, I was there just a bit with Jimmy. it wasn't there long enough. But yeah, he got my butt on out of there. McCarthy needs to have an attitude in that manner because he's such a, at least we see him outwardly, a, 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 seems like a meek, even tempered person. Someone on that team needs to be the henchman. If it's not going to be the head coach, You've got to have a coach on that team that's willing to put the hammer down, embarrass some guys, and you've got to be willing to embarrass the guys that make all the money on the team. Do you want to Who do you want to players. cut? Who do you want to cut? Not cut, not <laughs> cut, not cut, but definitely uh, put on notice in front of everyone so that we can all stop walking around the locker room like, oh, it ain't me. Must be him. They didn't say anything to me. Well, we're going to eliminate all of that. I'm calling all of
3: y'all out. That's what the coaches need to do. Well, that's Call why I out. like the fact that Jerry said we'll have some personnel changes. So let's see what kind of personnel changes uh, could be coming up. And, and I don't think he means rotating guys. I don't think he means bringing guys nope. up off the practice squad. Uh, I think he means that somebody's butt is going to sit. And if you noticed in this last game, <laughs> I I. I I didn't think Daryl Worley played a snap, and I finally went back and looked. He played one defensive snap.
1: One. Goal line. It was goal line defense. It was, yes. it was when Washington was down
3: on the goal line, he came in. For that one was point. it. So I don't like know if that was yeah. a response to him blowing the coverage. Uh, now, I'm guessing they're not going to do it to Trayvon Diggs, the rookie. Uh, but again, if Chittabe Awuzie is ready to play, somebody in that secondary is going to sit. Uh, because he needs to be on the field. And the same thing happens when Sean Lee's ready to go. You know, Enough of these defensive ends standing up as a strong side linebacker. Get Sean Lee out there uh, and get him to be vocal with this team uh, the way he's normally been and, and a leader uh, on that field, by the way. So,
1: so when the Cowboys, Mickey, are in this five-man front, that is their four-three with a defensive end playing the Sam linebacker, Dorrance Armstrong, or right. whoever's standing up in that defense. That's what they're running because it. I mean, it looks like it, it. might as well be a three-four in the if if the if the opposite side defensive end just stands up instead of gets down in a three-point stance. It looks like a three-four just as easily as a four-three because they're using a defensive end. By trade, as their Sam linebacker in that defense, and those, and a Dorrance Armstrong, I'm so, and, and in fact, on the okay, remember the uh, the third and long where Kyle Allen got out and ran for the first down. Yeah. Okay. We talked about it yesterday. Demarcus Lawrence is is. Retreating into coverage on that play, okay? So they don't contain that one side because Lawrence, his responsibility on that play was to—it was like a zone blitz, and he was retreating back, covering the middle of the field, and so he—it was wide open for the quarterback to take off and go 13
3: yards for a first down on that play. Well, maybe that's why he had to to take off because they had it it covered, right? So he had no place to go. If it's third and 13, if
2: it's third and 13. Man, let's just let D, let's let Law get a sack. Let's yeah, send them yeah. out. Let's just let him go for the quarterback. Oh, that's like when that they
3: came in with this three-four and they had Demarcus Lawrence dropping in the cover. I mean, Demarcus Ware dropping in the coverage. It's like I don't want Trey. Demarcus Ware backpedaling. I want him going forward every play. I don't and want same him way with backpedaling. Lawrence. Yes, same thing. Same way. Same way. Don't Bill. get fancy. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. we got this thing fixed. So. In, in in seven minutes, we fix it.
2: <laughs> Every day we fix it. No one's listening. That's the problem. <laughs> All right, we continue with more Mixed
0: Shots in just a moment. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With tight cleaners at-home pickup and delivery... Back, back, back to mixed shots
1: Looking for something to change up your dinner routine help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of the Star District restaurants for information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup and dine in availability visit the stardistrict.com As we continue here on Mixed Shots, hey we could have a world champion crowned in Arlington tonight Mickey, it's game six yes, of the World Series. Tonight. Absolutely, and, and Kershaw's going, right? Kershaw went Friday, uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday night.
3: Oh, that's right. He 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 pitched so the no, last one. No that's Kershaw right. tonight. So yeah, is that's it B- right? So the B- Dodgers Bueller?
1: up 3-2. And uh, the Dodgers are up 3-2, and if they win tonight, uh, or they win it, if Tampa Bay wins, they play game seven tomorrow, and I'll look for your pitching matchups. I should know that, but you have caught me off guard, Mickey. I prepared for football and not baseball, and I blame myself for bringing up baseball to begin with. You know
3: what? Two, two things.
2: Was that game three? That was a hell of exciting Oh,
1: on Saturday night, the game
2: four the on eighth, Saturday night. The 7 game. My the play dude, at the plate. The most exciting you baseball will, game I think I've ever seen. You will never, ever
1: see a game end like that one did again. I mean, that was unbelievable. And it in was. fact, the fact that the guy that got the hit for Tampa Bay, Brett Phillips, he seldom used. He's like a defensive replacement. He, was, he, a nine days. he, he
3: was a pinch runner. He was a pinch days He was a pinch yeah. runner, <laughs> and he gets the hit, and crazy. then the throw—just I mean, uh, crazy, man. <laughs> the uh, the uh, ball
1: gets booted in center field, and then the throw to the plate, and the hero of the of the. Of uh, the whole playoffs for Tampa Bay, Randy Orozarena, who everything he touches goes right, even my when goodness. he falls down he come on from? the way. Where did this guy come from?
2: Oh my yeah, God! Another one.
1: He came out of nowhere. So you had Brett Phillips who came out of nowhere with the hit, and Orozarena, he comes r- running around third base for home, and he falls <laughs> flat on his face, and, and the throw comes in. He's out by, he's out by 20 feet. uh, What was the catcher doing, man? He took his eye off the
3: ball. He he thought he had to make a sweeping tag, and and he he didn't catch the ball. He didn't know he he fell. He 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 didn't didn't know he he fell. fell. (laughs) You know,
1: okay, what was the problem on that play? We talk about, okay, we can relate this to football. And, all right, a lot of the problems that the Cowboys are having on defense, stopping the run, I think there's a lot of missed assignments in there, okay? Reading and reacting. I mean, there's some of that comes into baseball too. What, Mickey, what needed to happen on that play to keep that run from scoring? It has to do with the pitcher.
3: Oh, I was going to say that before you asked that. Not backing he, up he was, home plate. He was somewhere yeah. between the pitcher's mound and, and the third was, baseline. What was he, he doing? Was,
1: he was like between home plate and third base. Yes. He you wanted to get, get a the, closer look. He exactly. wants to get a closer look. It
2: was exciting. He's like, wow, I got to get closer and see what's that's going on. That's right. If he's backing up home plate, they're still playing. <laughs>
3: you still but, got a chance. That's right. That, that, that's right. You know yeah. what? They did. But so, but, it, but,
2: it, but it, once again, it just lets you know, guys, and, and I grew up, and, and Bill, you sound the same as me. I'm serious. Fags, you've seen it all. We have seen some very unusual. Happenstance in sports that had nothing to do with talent, okay? Nothing at all to do with talent. It was all about opportunity and being ready for that opportunity to come. We've seen it so many times. You just talked about the young man. He hadn't played in nine days. He comes up and he gets the biggest hit of his life, probably the biggest hit, one of the biggest hits in World Series history. Let's just be real about it. So don't come to me talking about, well, we drafted this guy. He's got all this talent. We got this guy. Man, just show me somebody's got some heart. Show me somebody with the attitude. Somebody that believes. We talked about it last year. We talked about the Cowboys, how he's talent, talent, talent. And then Buffalo comes in here. Minnesota comes in here. They both kick our butts. And I said, you can take a team of just average guys who know what they're doing, who's on the same page, and you can beat a bunch of superstars. We saw it all last year. To our team. So to me... When we start talking about all these these moves that we make and what does he run in the 40 and how high can he jump after he's had some coffee, you know, I don't care about any of that kind of stuff. Show me a guy that believes he can make the play. We can work with all the other stuff. We get so caught up in all the the stats and all of that. Show me a guy that wants to play. You know, along those lines, uh, you mentioned uh, the
1: Rams-Bears game last night. And and I I thought you were going to go to the secondaries for both teams because uh, they they got some guys like Everson Walls who can I was thinking
2: plays. it last night I just <laughs> didn't bring up now go in ahead both,
1: Bill. in both those secondaries and then, of course Jalen Ramsey had an interception at the end that was a yeah gift. but they threw in, to him. Yeah, it to yeah well yeah but but yeah but yeah, yeah exactly but there's one guy in that Bears secondary Eddie Jackson out of Alabama who I think he was like a third round pick whatever and he he has had more returns for touchdowns in not only in his NFL career but going back to his college career he and I, he probably ran a four or five five or something like that I don't know what he ran, but he is just a playmaker in that secondary for the Bears. And, he, and so in last night's game, he was right place, right time, there was a sack, he picks up fumble, scoops and scores, another touchdown, I think yeah. he had, uh, and they said they had two others that were called back this season, Wow! I mean every year he's got returns for touchdowns and he did it
2: time and again, I think he did it twice against Texas a hey and in college. That's, that's not by happenstance, that's exactly. not luck, that's not exactly. luck. This guy has the ability to make that play because he has it up here. That's so right. I don't like you said run four or five. Maybe I don't care what he runs. Just show me some playmakers and, and the attitude in both secondaries was one of hound dogs. I mean, they were hunters actually these guys are they can't wait to get off in that wide receivers face get off in his grill. That's to me. That's the attitude I'm talking about. What does that come from? Does it come from one player? Does it come from who you drafted? Does it come from your your your, your uh, DB coach? Who does where does that come from? I don't see what's the head coach's name. Bill Nagy is that his name for the Bears? Bill Nagy, I think it is. He, Matt, I, don't, I don't see Matt, him Matt, being Matt
3: Nagy. Yeah,
2: I don't see him. Yeah, Nagy. I don't. I didn't see no great attitude of him. You know, talking trash or being very uh, extroverted. So that attitude comes from somewhere within that organization on both. Sides of the ball. Those DBs and that entire secondary, including the linebackers, couldn't wait to make a play. They weren't afraid. They hey, couldn't wait to make a play. See, I think hey, McCarthy. We saw one the
1: last, what, last Monday night and then on Sunday night, the Arizona secondary. What what yes. does Arizona uh, have in their secondary? Underestimated the hell out of those guys. Buda Baker, and this Byron Murphy. Whether it's in pass defense or run defense, he's an instinctive player. Those are the type of guys that you have to have on your defense to make plays. I go think ahead, McCarthy
3: your... said it. Uh, I, I believe it was him. I don't think it was, it was Mike Nolan. He said, we got guys on defense that are playing not to make mistakes instead of cutting it loose and just go play. And, and I think that there, mm-hmm. there may be too much thinking going on back there and just go out there and yeah. play football. You know, you know, there's there's a guy running at me. Okay, I better cover him. I don't need to be looking underneath there to say, oh, they might throw it to that guy. I'm going to go cheat and try to cover that as this guy goes 52 yards by me. They they just got to loosen up and play play football. Uh, You know, it was funny one
2: shining moment.
1: Right. You know, it was funny one
3: shining moment against the Giants. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Jalen Smith personified it against the Giants.
3: But you, but you got to know, you got to anticipate, and he went back to not anticipating in in, in this game. You know, the funny play in that game was the one on the goal line when the Rams were trying to run the ball in, and it was a rugby scrum. Like they were push, everybody was pushing the running back and the bears were trying to hold on and they kept pushing and pushing. And then Akeem Hicks jumps on the pile at the end and they called a penalty on him for jumping on the pile. I'm going, every offensive lineman jumped on the pile and you that was okay. It's like what, what are you calling? What are you doing? Just amazing. Are you, but, but you you just love their
2: defensive attitude if there's a turnover and you know, I've been a part of teams like that. If there's a turnover, you've always got that. If you've if you're lucky, you're on that defense. They can't wait to put their helmets back on to get back out on the field. Yep.
1: Uh, you know, and that's and that's the thing when you when you look at the the Cowboys' defenses, Mickey. You're talking about. I think a lot. It, it, so I think the question may have been asked of McCarthy about uh, confidence and sort of which comes first. The, right. Uh, I don't remember Con- if it was this week it or last week. was confidence or energy. Confidence or performance. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Uh, and and I, think, I think what builds confidence as much as anything is preparation. And when you know what that – if you've studied that opponent and you know all their tendencies, okay, you can play, you can cut it loose, and you can play. And I think that's what may be missing in some in this defense, whether it's simplifying their own scheme or just understanding what the offense is trying to do. I mean, that is what has made Sean Lee so great in his career, is his the way he studies the opponent, understands their tendencies, and that's why he can so quickly read and react. And it's a lot easier to get off a block when you know where that ball is going in the backfield, and you and you know which way to go to get up, to get off that uh, block by that big offensive lineman, and that's why he's able to to, to do what he does.
3: See, I wonder, and, well, and Bill, you, you, you know, this occurred to me. This occurred to me when, when, about the preparation part. Uh, you know how it, 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 I don't know in a normal year when everybody's in the meetings together. You know, maybe you stay in and you I don't know if you're allowed to go in the room and watch tape in in a group on your yes, own. Yes, you are. Well, stag. I don't know. But I don't yes, know what are. the rules are now with the covid thing. And see, and I don't know if that's changed things like guys stay late and watch tape or you go home and you and you and you watch tape on your own. Hey, I'm talking to you. I'm, I want to know if that's going on because I think there's some there 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 may be some sort of distraction here about uh staying safe uh going home make sure everybody's safe instead of doing your job and being prepared. A, those are excuses. Making good on you, micks. Good on you, fags. I love I'm you, just fags. Asking. You're a good
1: dude. I'm asking. You're a good dude, fags. I love that's <laughs> Hey. Hey, you remember you remember that uh, was it the uh, who was it that did that? Did that documentary on the Cowboys a couple of years ago? Whatever, and remember the the closing shot that they had at the end of the season on that documentary yeah, with I Sean, Lee the, right Sean Lee at the Sean yeah. Lee and Sean Lee. It was after their last team meeting, and where does Sean Lee go? He doesn't leave the building for the off season. He goes into the film room basically, and he is studying what happened in that last game. Whatever. I mean, it's something that you do. Continuously, okay. I mean, you basically have to devote yourself during this season to eliminating all the other distractions. And if you want to be great, you have to devote yourself to doing all you can uh, to study your opponent.
3: See, here's what the Sean weird thing: this team th-
2: is what all players that are any good always do. Yep. And if you want to be good, and you see Sean Lee going into that that uh, video room. Come on, man. As a linebacker, you've got to feel some kind of way about that. You keep on going home, and this guy's sitting here in the the film room. Now, you don't have to follow him everywhere he goes. But when you're talking about this season right now, Spags, you are not sitting next to me right now. But you and I, if we figure it out, we can figure out how to watch videos and talk to each other while you're at home and I'm at home. Everybody else in the world is doing it. So there is no excuse for them not to be on the same page. Every linebacker should be in that room with Sean Lee. And if I'm Sean Lee, I'm gonna get tired of people saying, "Man, you really are dedicated. You go in there by yourself." And I would say, if I'm Sean Lee, why in the hell am I in there by myself? See, we, we gotta go know, to a break. Okay, but let me break, make this but,
3: point, and let me make this quick point. Okay, we didn't see right. this in training camp when they were in a bubble. Right, And they started the season off pretty well. And now, all of a sudden, things fell apart. When you're in the bubble, what else did you have to do? N- nothing but football, right? And everybody's together. Right. And now, after the second week of the season, it's almost like, where did that team go? We didn't see that in training camp practices. That defense was, was, was rabid in, in training camp practices. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, they don't know what's going on. So something changed. I put him back in the hotel.
1: <laughs> That's right. And my last point on that. Lock the I'm doors. not gonna call out this I'm not gonna call out this former cowboy by name, but I will go back to when Sean Lee first came into the league and he had a teammate as well that played the same position. And I know that Lee we all know what kind of work ethic he's got. And his teammate, also a linebacker, and this was right after Twitter had started up. Um, Twitter came around in 2010 or whatever, and so it was probably seven, eight years ago. And he would tweet about the video games that he's playing. (laughs) And this is during the season. And this player would be tweeting about, oh, I didn't do this in whatever video game. And I'm saying, put up your video game. Go study the Philadelphia Eagles. Anyway, all right. I've had... I'm off my soapbox on that. All right, back with more Mixed Shots in just a moment.
0: (laughs) Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, What do you call a group of grown men and women who get together every
2: week proudly wearing the star to share a three-hour-long ritual of cheering,
0: shouting at the TV, and raising their Miller Lite together while yelling, how about them boys? You call it Miller Time and Cowboys Nation. Here's to the only beer of the Cowboys celebrating 60 years of greatness. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
3: Back, back, back To mixed shots, get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just twenty bucks. Visit dallascowboys.com/united.
1: Okay, I got a trivia question for you. Uh, when was the last time the Cowboys had an interception?
3: Jeff Heath. <laughs> that would have been my guess. <laughs> no, didn't they get one didn't they get one early in the they season? Got one
1: this year? Yeah, one this year. They did get one early in the season. Um, um It was in the Rams game.
2: It was Cheeto in the Rams game. Ah. That's I right. I kept thinking that was oh, that's right. They didn't have a preseason. I'm sorry. It wasn't preseason. I kept yeah. thinking it was preseason. <laughs> so so they've gotten 6 games now without an interception.
3: How
1: many games? Well, I mean,
2: just to even say they've got that's to say, they've got one interception in, in in six games.
3: Period, is pretty bad. Has he missed five? Yeah, one now? in seven games. Yeah, he's missed five. What's that? Cheeto, has He missed five games. Four games. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't, I don't look have it up my. Here. I don't have my list here. I've with got me. it here. So Chito Chito he's not due to return five in anytime row. soon. Yes,
1: he's missed five, and it's he's getting close.
3: Is there a chance this week, Mickey? Yeah, he's supposed to. Uh, uh, move into more practice week, and they uh, practice this week, and they're going to see how, how he reacts to it. Uh, but I think they're uh, somewhat optimistic. Uh, Sean Lee's supposed to move into practice, and we'll see what happens with uh, Joe uh, Looney. Uh, and uh, you know, Andy Dalton's will be in the concussion protocol. I think Jer- I can't remember if Jerry or Stephen pointed it out that this was the first concussion he's ever had. Uh, so, you know, I'm sure he's not sure of how this whole thing uh, is going to pan out. So, in the meantime, you got to get Danucci ready to start and Garrett Gilbert ready to be the backup. Ganucci. Uh And you know, you don't. And neither one of these guys has really, you know, had had that much experience in practice, let alone in games uh, for the Cowboys. So. Um, Yeah, it's not a. It's but again, it's what I said previously. You know, I understand the problems on offense, but this is when you need your defense to step up and help out, not create more
2: problems. We talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers, or at least I did yesterday, and to me, it's just a perfect example. Uh, Boy, they struggled all year, but to watch their defense do their best to keep Pittsburgh in every game, even though they were down to their third-string quarterback as well, it was really something to see. Of course, they didn't make it, but the effort, they were exhausted after every game trying to salvage a win with a third-string quarterback.
1: And they they wound up eight and eight last year, and so yeah. and eight and eight would would win
2: this division going away this year. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Thomas, I'm telling you, he could have been close to coach of the year last year without making the playoffs, just the fact that they went eight and eight, and they were just without their starting quarterback, and and so, oh, that's the kind of effort that you want to look for. You that's the effort that you want to have uh, defensively. Say, you know what, offense, we got you. Don't worry about it. And also, Spags, I wanted to talk. uh, Everyone's still very upset about Bostic and the fact that uh, he did not uh, get suspended. Uh, Is there anything that can be done in regards to a a different decision or coming to another decision on that? Because they said, as as it's been said, they said if this was Brady or some superstar quarterback, we'd be looking
3: at an entirely different attitude. So what do you think about that? Yeah, that he should be suspended. I still think he should be suspended. Uh, I, it, do you think if he was if he had more status, do you yeah, think it would yeah, be I think uh, so. looked at differently? Yeah, I think so. And and, and the fact that – and I can't remember if I said it here or I said it on my fan segment. You know, in hockey, when you, when you do that to a player and the player is going to miss time or miss a game, they suspend you for about the same amount of time, too. So, uh, mm. it, you know, hockey justice, right? So, again, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see why, you know, he, he shouldn't be suspended. You know, I heard I heard Troy Aikman talking about it today. And, you know, one of the good things about Troy is he'll say what he believes. He doesn't just pile on with the group. Uh, and, nope. and he made a really nope. good point. And I had said this previously, so that's why I think it was a good point. He said, <laughs> Look at the experience, and Jerry said it today. Look at the experience on the offensive line. Those guys, the, number one, they probably didn't see the hit, and number two, when you see your quarterback just kind of laying there motionless, you go over there to check on him first, right? You're not ready to fight, you're not ready to go and, and you know get, get in fists of cuffs with somebody. And, and, and but think about the offensive line, the guys that were playing. Those guys hardly ever played any football in the National Football League. Uh, so again you, you have to take that into account. I, I don't know if Zeke was on the field at that point
2: small account. But no
3: I, I, I just I, 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 don't, I don't see it. I bet those guys have never been in that situation before. It's not like Tyron Smith was out there or Leo Collins or, or Zach Martin. And you've got, you've got sweat equity with that guy laying on the ground, right? Well, this guy just got here. None of those guys had played with him. Um, and, and they probably didn't see what happened. Now, I don't know if you look at the replay and see what happened. Then you go running over to the bench and go, okay, where's that guy? I'm going to beat him up. So th- this whole thing, everything gets magnified nationally when one person says something, and I don't know if Mike McCarthy probably wishes he hadn't said what he said because then everybody piled on that this team doesn't care, it doesn't have any heart. Those young guys out there are just trying to make a way in this profession. They, 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 they're probably so worried about themselves they didn't even think about that. Plus, they would have lost, their whole, will, ga- will, they will, lost you- their whole game check. I would I would give you a, a bit,
2: just a bit of 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 uh, an excuse on that with Spags, but 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 no, these this, these guys, whether you play in the pros, whether you play in college, or whether you play in high school, it's just an attitude that offensive linemen have, and I get it. They're young. They're bit. It's an attitude that all offensive linemen on every level has, and that is to protect your quarterback. It, it, they didn't have to go over to the bench to find him. He was still on the field. Everyone saw the replay. We Somebody on that field offensively saw what happened. Everyone on the Cowboys team didn't miss it Okay, on the field. So, yes, you're right. They can be a little bit cautious about it. But every offensive lineman on every level, I've seen them come to the defense. I don't care what Mike McCarthy said. It didn't matter to me. That's what I saw, and I believed that the moment that I saw it. And, yes, you can give them a pass in a way. But I'm not.
3: Well, good. All right,
2: we Mickey, don't have to any? agree. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and,
3: and at least you. you let parting mix Mick shot, Mickey. Yeah, at least you let me finish my answer, right? <laughs> I didn't have to tell you to shut I mean, up. Parting mix shot. A <laughs> parting mix <Mick> shot. <laughs> don't ever shut tell me to shut up. Shut up.
1: That's a good way to finish it. Give us Uh. Jerry's line again. As if you're saying it, Mickey. Shut up and let
3: me answer. And the answer is no. (laughs) What was the line about money, though? The money? Oh, you like that one? Don't piss off an old man with a little money. It'll get you.
1: Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let us us shut up. We're going to shut up. And then you say that, and then that way Chris Beam will have a drop that he can use uh, going forward. All
3: right? All right, so you're ready. I'll say go. Three, two, one, go. There's an old adage don't piss off an old man with a little money, it'll get you. So now tell us to shut up. Now shut up and let me answer. <laughs>
2: All right. On that, I got it, Chris. We got it, Chris. Got it.
1: <laughs> we wrap up mix shots and we start uh, looking at these Philadelphia Eagles at 1:30 tomorrow. Mickey, I'm going to join you in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. If you are there, I will be
3: there tomorrow, and we'll be socially distanced and safe.
1: That's exactly right. All right. Ever since we'll see you tomorrow. And we'll see all all right, you tomorrow. Go,
0: Cowboys. Show. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about you?